Hi, this is Lisa Hawkins, and I am with you today in the midst of the coronavirus. This is March 21st, and whether in America or in Italy or other countries where you might be, you probably are hearing um, your city or, or state officials starting to give warnings of how to self-distance, um, what businesses are going to be closed or what government offices are going to be closed or hospitals with shortages of supplies. If you really stop and listen to the news and you listen to it for too long, you will become overwhelmed and somewhat could be paralyzed or just shaking in your boots in fear. And what I want to talk about today is that in this time, we should not be in fear. Because what we know from God's word is the Lord does not give us the spirit of fear. And so, yes, is God shaking and making things different and new and changing our focus and our attention? Oh, you better believe it. This we'll call the simple thing of a virus perfectly made, which we won't even get into if it was man-made or, or what. We're not going to get into who's guilty of um, spreading this. And I'm sure there is a lot of um, other podcasts that can get into that. But what I want to focus on is as a believer, what should we be doing in this hour? What should we be believing and what should we be holding on to? By no means would I say not to listen to the news, not to um, implement the guidelines and the advice and for us to be wise and for us to be cautious. Yes, we need to do all of that. But I want to give you one scripture to hold on to because every day someone sends me a prophetic word or something that Tom, Dick, Harriet is saying. And I notice something in all of the passages. A lot of it is what we already know, whether we know it from the news. Um, but no one has sent me anything that outside of in a book that was written many years ago, where it actually lists the year of a virus, what happened. And believe it or not, it was secular. So <laughs> I find that interesting that a secular book had the exact details of the virus information. And a number of the the prophetic words that are being given just sound a little Christianese with um, from the news. But that does not mean that um, that we should not have our ears open and listen and focus. But the thing that is most important is that we hear from God. And anyone who knows me, I'm really a proponent and I really push people to have their own relationship with God and not trying to Google and YouTube and search all over the place, trying to hear someone telling you how you can escape or some secret trick that can help you not um, um, contract the virus or spread the virus or whatever it is. But I'm going to show you the one secret that you can implement to avoid um, falling prey to fear and ultimately pray that you 
through your power and your faith and your belief, prevent coronavirus from affecting your family. The first thing is Second Chronicles seven fourteen, And the scripture says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I don't know about you. I know that there are ways that I have that aren't probably pleasing to God. I'm sure you have ways that aren't pleasing to God. I'm sure we have some things that may be considered wicked or whether it's gossiping, whether it's little black, little white lies or black lies, whether it's cheating on things that we consider minor or it's major things, such as in promoting the gospel, you're insulting and hurting and discriminating against people. And I see a lot of that online. It's like we're supposed to represent love and peace and the, the character of Christ. And we're basically, in a lot of cases, on social media, cursing people out instead of drawing them in. So as many companies, churches, um, stores and restaurants are closing and families are having to congregate and stay indoors and stay with each other. And many parents have not had to do that except in the summertime. And in the summertime, what do parents do? They find activities to get those kids out the house and away. But now we have our children. We have grandchildren in some cases that are now in our homes on a daily basis. And here is an opportunity for you to download your faith, to download your love, to download attention to talking and and truly listening to them. And with instead of being home and fearful and worried about the job, I'm not saying that that doesn't bring um, stress. And, and that's not something that is something we have to manage and be aware. But I want you to see what some of the benefits and the gifts are of this time that every person and their family. And if you're single and you're not married and you have children, you still have family and you still have friends that you can socialize and connect with. And this is a time that we can really grab a hold of what's happening in our family, our marriages, what's happening in our finances. And we have an opportunity to hibernate and come out with a new plan a new vision. But secondly, we have an opportunity to really absorb what this scripture stated, that we should be prepared, whether a virus or the rapture or death via natural causes or accidents, we should be daily ready to meet our Lord and Savior. And I'm talking to myself as well. We should not need a virus to bring us fear and worry about what if I catch this? What if I die? What if I'm hospitalized? What if I get sick? I don't know about you, but cancer had me thinking about that before the virus. So life in itself has cares and worries. But we have to 
know that because we are children of the Most High God, that our role is to stay humble, to pray, to seek God's face. If we need an answer on what we need to do for our family, I promise you, if you are on your knees praying, if you're in the word, the Lord will not deny you the answer to know how you should shield yourself and shield your home from harm or danger. We have power and authority over principalities and rulers. And that has not changed because there is a virus going around. So can you take wise and, and use wisdom in your social um, gathering or even around family members? You want to protect the older family members. You want to protect the younger ones. So we want to definitely implement wise things. But something my grandmother taught me as a young child, that this situation that we are all in reminds me that we should do. Every time before we left our home, growing up as children or even as an adult, my grandmother would pray over us that while we were away from home, that we would be safe and that we would return back home safe. And it wasn't no little light prayer. It was a real prayer, a prayer that most people today would pray over if someone needed healing of something. But are we not in need of healing? Are we not in need of safety? Are we not in need of coming back home virus free? And so I thank the Lord for reminding me of what my grandmother taught us, that we pray in our comings and our goings. We pray over our children. We pray over our body. We declare, we make declarations of God's word that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And so although the Lord may be shaking and doing a new thing within the body of Christ, within the church, you know, the titles and the places of position really mean nothing when it comes to this virus. And that is the leveling feel of knowing that we are all God's children and we all have the power to overcome, to fight, and to win. You know, opportunity comes out of opposition, right? And victory comes from winning the battle, comes from um, warring in spiritual warfare. We can't have victory. We can't be a conqueror if we've not conquered anything. So in this hour, maybe you need to conquer fear. Maybe you need to conquer um, immune deficiency um, issues. Whatever, maybe you need to overcome challenges in your marriage. Maybe this is the time for you to reconnect with your husband, with your children. Maybe you can Find time to read your Bible, find time to meditate, find time to pray, find time to talk to family members. FaceTime is available. Maybe it's also time to forgive. Forgive those who may have offended you. When we say repent of our wicked ways, that includes unforgiveness, that includes holding grudges, that includes those people who you would never speak to again. 
All of those people are within those moments. And believe it or not, it's not pleasing to God. Though there are people that may have hurt you or willfully misused you, that you have to forgive. So in this time of some solitude, opportunities to gather with your family, use this time to live, to go for long walks, to read, to find books of interest or an online course. There are so many different things. Maybe fast and pray during this time. And maybe, or maybe just eat vegetables and walk, but set a priority for yourself. If you have your notebook and pen, I'd love you to write the scripture down so you can meditate on that and really pray and ask the Lord to reveal more to you about Second Chronicles 7.14. But also, what about your personal body, your personal health? Outside of this virus, maybe this is a good time to build up your immune system, to eat better, to eat more fresh vegetables. I know folks are buying things off the shelf faster than they can put them out there. But maybe it's a time for you to say, you know what, I'm going to do green vegetables or I'm going to be vegan for two weeks. If you're going to be home for two weeks, you have an opportunity to do something um, drastic, something planned, something wonderful for your own health, something that's going to bring um, better sleep, um, better um, utilization of your memory, right? Here's an opportunity for you to to sweat, which is going to help your body become healthy. Go for that brisk walk. You can take, you know, think about utilizing a daily plan that helps you better you. If you're going to be home, instead of sitting watching the news and the TV by the hour-by-hour announcement of what's closing or what's the latest, why not use your feet and your legs to move and get your health, you get yourself in a healthier position? Because no matter what comes or what's going to happen, we need to be stronger in our faith, stronger in our physical body, stronger in our emotions. And listening to Messages of fear all day is not going to keep you or your family in the right mindset. We need to be hopeful and we need to be looking for the glory of God to come upon us. So I want you to bring that warfare in your prayer. I want you to find that closet and I want you to seek God to bring peace, restoration and redemption to you, to bring a covering of the blood of Jesus over each and one of your family members, that as they come and as they go, that they are protected and that angels are round about them, preventing the darts of this virus from touching them. You have that power you have that faith. Now it's time to utilize it, to activate it. And maybe you've never had to do that before. So why not try now? Why not believe now? Why not put the Lord and his word to the test and knowing that you can kneel before him and humble yourself and repent for 
anything that the Lord brings to your heart. If you're not sure as a believer what may be considered wicked, then on your knees, ask the Lord, Lord, what shall I lay at your feet? What shall I repent for today? Is it my tone in the way I talk? Is it people I may have offended? Lord, whatever it may be, sometimes as Christians, we just want to believe, well, I'm saved and I believe. Every day we have the opportunity to offend or discourage someone through our attitude or our body language. Ask the Lord to show you how you can be a person full of love, a person full of compassion, a patient person. I know for me, I'm not patient. Oh, I'm not patient. I got to pray for that every day, every hour. So whatever it is that you know about yourself, maybe it's you're a know-it-all. And you need to ask the Lord to give you, forgive you, and to start listening to people so that you can truly engage and be a part of the process of them healing or coming to the Lord. Let's get ourselves right in this hour and this time where the world is gearing for something, but I'm gearing for the glory of God to flow from me in a higher and a stronger and more powerful way. I pray that for you as well. Until next time, be blessed, be safe, and be on a mission to represent the character of Christ. Amen.